Bonnaby is the premier podcast spotlighting people of color. Every week, we talk news, what we've been playing, and tell you who's invited to the cookout. Our show is all about talking about gaming through a prism of blackness because we are the culture. Welcome to Bukaka, y'all. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, everybody here in Bukaka. I hope you're all doing well. I hope everybody is rocking and getting everything in. I hope you're getting all the wonderful things that you deserve. I'm your host, Khalif Adams of the Spawn Me Podcast here rocking with you for another week. Shout out to everybody in the chat who came through for the live show tonight. I'm seeing some regulars. I'm seeing some new folks come through, some fam, uh, all the folks who, who, who love rocking with us. I am, if you're watching the Twitch version of our show that we do every Wednesday night live at 6 p.m. PST, if, you are a, if you're listening to the audio version of this right now, and you are not watching the Twitch version of this show. You are literally missing me right now adorned in the most beautiful of robes given to me, bequeathed to me, given from on high from the folks from G4, the G4 TV network, which is coming back this week. I am looking luxurious. I feel like Ric Flair's little brother, Mini Flair. Uh, I feel smooth and silky. I'm shiny across these lights. I'm holding my hands across the world like I'm Muhammad Ali and just won the biggest championship on the world. I'm wearing an up, up, down, down belt as a as a as a as a do rag. It is gorgeous. It is beautiful. I feel like a champion. I'm happy that everyone in the chat is loving the look right now. If you are missing the video version of this, you're missing all of this goodness, but it's okay because you can watch it. We put up the, 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 the VODs up on our, up on our Twitch, up on our YouTube over at youtube.com slash spawn on me. You can check out all the gorgeousness that you are currently missing in video form, but you're hearing in luxurious audio form right now. I'm super excited. I've had a, a, a pretty good week. Uh, it's been pretty fantastic for, you know, everything that's been going on with, with spawn on me, you know, the world has been a little bit rough. It's been pretty busy. I've been having a not great month, but I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, look, this is the, 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 the ups and downs of life. This is what happens when you are a, a, a passionate, uh, a human being who's trying to make good things happen in the world. Sometimes you just don't get your way. Sometimes things don't happen for you. Sometimes things don't just don't work out in the way that you expected them to. But what I have learned is that you can roll with the punches. You can figure out good ways to make dope things happen. I'm thinking about the fun things that are going to be coming up very, very soon. I'm thinking about some fun games that we're going to talk about tonight on the episode. going to talk about you know, all the good stuff that's happening. Cause again, like, I think it's all about perspective. I've had like a not great month in terms of feeling, you know, inept in different ways, not feeling great about the way that, you know, the content has been rolling out, you know, numbers have been a little bit down, you know, things at work are a little bit weird and hectic. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world, but I think that, you know, the, the thing I get a chance to do every week is to reset the table. I think if you're thinking about, you know, the work that you do and, and, and how you're occupying spaces and how you're kind of working and maneuvering around in the world, I think there are certain parts of the year, certain parts of the month, certain parts of the, of the week, where you get to have a small mini reset. And that reset is important. I think all of you should take some time to really think about all the things that have happened you know, that have been good for you in the, in this year. I, I took some time 
Uh, we're looking to get a new, um, basically like demo reel up of all the stuff that I've been able to do in the past year and, and, and the stuff that's been happening. And, you know, shout out to our folks, official SDGC, listen to their podcast. They are brilliant. They make fantastic content. Go listen to their stuff and go watch their stuff on Twitch as well. Uh, and they share it in the chat. So like you're crushing a dude. I really appreciate that as a person who, you know, always feels a little bit like they're behind in the game and trying to figure it out. I, I did have a chance this week, or, you know, earlier today, when gathering up those clips and things for the for the kind of uh, the demo reel and kind of look back at this year. This has been a phenomenal, like momentous year. Like uh, this has been a year where, you know, been in on in USA Today was on the the on a, on a billboard in Times Square twice this year uh, with uh you know twitch for black history month and then with our friends over at ahead money and fairfax studios you know putting us up alongside that big amazing awesome you know 12 hour stream that we did with them about financial responsibility and financial wealth in the black and brown community there's been so many cool things that have happened to 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 me and to us as, as spawned on me over this year you forget sometimes about everything that's been happening and especially with the, the way the year has gone like time is flying Everything is happening amazingly fast. You know, I was just talking about it on Twitter earlier uh, today. I was like, remember when Resident Evil 7 came out this year? Like, that was the thing that happened this year. That thing feels like that was like two years ago at this point. That thing came out in May. You know, Outriders came out earlier this year. There was a thing that happened in January that we did that was fantastic. There were things that we did in a couple months that were really good. So, you know, I always have to kind of remember you know, all the ways that, you know, we have been blessed to be able to do good work uh, alongside everyone who has been a part of our Bricago residency, who live in our who live in our city of Bricago, each and every one of you has made this year one of our best and most profound years, one of our biggest years ever. Uh, as much as I get down in my own self because I'm a perfectionist and that's terrible and I'm a Virgo, so that even doubles down on that. That it. I always want to remember that things are, are, are good and, and more good things are coming. So I think that's the thing to kind of, you know, get me off my soapbox for a hot second uh, before any of that happens. Uh, before we get into the beginning of the show, I have to give a huge shout out, mega, 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 mega shout out to our friends over at Manscaped for uh, sponsoring the last two episodes of the show. Again, you know, I have been talking about Manscaped for a long time. We've done some work with them in the past. They've brought out their new uh, lawnmower 4.0, uh, this beautiful device right here. Again, if you watched all the stuff that we've been doing on, on Twitter, you saw the dope promo that I cut the other day talking about don't bong your bings. You got to make sure that your your boys are cut in a good spot. You got to make sure that everything is looking all fresh and clean for your SO, uh, whoever that may be. You know what I'm saying? You got to you gotta hook it up. You got to make it happen. Again, I think it's awesome that they are rocking with us you know they've been doing fantastic work with us and it feels really good to bring them into the fold uh you know this is waterproof you can take it in the shower get your shave on make sure you're clean uh and make sure that you know all your all your bongs are not banged in, in a bad way you want to make sure that everything is looking good for the holidays when you wrap yourself up in the bow and you bust out the closet and then the cops come get you because they think that you're an intruder and then all the stuff happens <laughs> um Make sure you're rocking with us and our folks over at Manscaped. Again, you can get a fantastic, amazing shaver in the Lawnmower 4.0. Uh, if you use the code spawn on me at checkout, 
go to manscape.com and rock with that uh, and make sure that you're getting some of that happening. We're going to talk a little bit about more about it before the break. Uh, but work, we got a lot of cool stuff here going for this episode. Um, I think it's time for us to jump right into the 411. First story up for episode 413 of the Spawn of Me podcast is Twitch streamer. I'm never going to say her name right. I don't understand how to say her name correctly. Amoranth, I'm going to say it badly, and I'm, I apologize to Amoranth uh, up front. But Amoranth, um, there was a story on Kotaku uh, earlier today. At the, it was a f- fantastic piece uh, by Renata Price, um, former Fanbyte uh, alumni, uh, or Fanbyte alumni, I should say. Um, wrote this really, really interesting story about um, Amoranth buying a gas station for, you know, a million dollars, basically $4 million is what she wound up spending. A million of those dollars were not hers. Um, She spent a million and then she did some, you know, cool tax movements to be able to get the rest of it through a loan and then figure out a way to get basically about $110,000 worth of profit from the purchase of this gas station. The reason I wanted to bring this story up on the show this week is I think, you know, I've had many, many issues with the way that Twitch has kind of dealt with Emiranth um banned more times than I have letters in my name. Uh it has been really wild to see the kind of leeway they've given her as a streamer who has always kind of skirted the rules a little bit and then they've made the rules a little bit different and then kind of recircled back on that uh to try to figure out ways to kind of get you know uh her back in in into the good spaces and the good graces. But I do think, you know, as as a as a streamer who has been kind of known for doing the, you know, uh, uh, hot tub streams and ASMR streams and, and doing it in very, in, in, in very suggestive ways is the easiest way to say it. Um, and which is fine. I'm like, yo, if you, if you can cake off of that, like, please do it. If you have a dope body and you, and you look great, like do what you need to do to, to get the money that you need to get. Um, but what I do think is really interesting about this piece. And I think that, you know, I love, I love the way that the, the kind of story was told on Kotaku, but it did have a really interesting kind of like, um, it was, it was, a it was, a a kind of like poke, poke, jab, jab kind of take on this. And I think it does her a disservice. I am not one to be like, I'm sticking up for Amaranth and thinking that she's, that she's the best thing since sliced bread. I don't think that that's the case. I do think though, in the conversations about how streamers and content creators should be thinking about how to build financial stability. Mind you, Amuranth is making in the top 50 or no top 100, probably I think from that list that got shared externally and got leaked out. She's at least in the top 200 earners on Twitch, right? She's making over a million dollars a year, probably from the money that she's making. Even if it's not a million dollars a year, she's bringing home at least half a mil, at least, right? The thing that makes this story different and, and compelling for me was one, the way it was written, because I, I, I didn't necessarily care for the way that the, the tone of it was written, but I think the information was inf- interesting. But for, a, for a, a person who a lot of times gets this 
um, uh, this moniker or, the, or this kind of uh, thrown upon them idea that Amaranth is dumb. Like I've seen that, ha I've seen that conversation happen a lot um, and that she's not smart and she's just kind of putting her boobs out for the, for the, for the, for the money. This is a really shrewd and smart financial move for someone who gets classified and gets stereotyped into this kind of dumb, pretty person conversation. The fact that she not only kind of broke down in a tweet thread about like what the conversation was from why she did it or why she kind of started it um, to breaking down the conversations around like what the depreciated value of this, this property was going to be, how she would potentially would flip it, how much she would probably potentially be earning and, and what the tax revenue would probably be. Uh, and, and, I'm sorry, the, the tax write-off would potentially be and all those kinds of things. The energy around this particular article is really negative, but if you think about what she's doing, it is a thing that a lot of financial planners and a lot of people who would be able to have a financial advisor would tell you to do. Yes, there are terrible loopholes within the, the tax system. Yes, the tax system benefits the rich every time. Yes, we all understand that there's a huge difference in between the, the haves and the have-nots. We understand all those things. But from a person who is streaming, you know, pretty much every day, understands the toll that comes along with doing this work on your body, mind, and spirit, the idea that the conversation should only be about, you know, and we see this conversation happen in a lot of, in a lot of streamer conversations about like, we're not getting our worth. We're not making the money that we should because Twitch is taking half of our dough. Uh, there are not enough opportunities for us to be able to do this work. Now, mind you, Emirant is a, is a, is a fairly attractive white woman. People are spending money towards that. I don't think we'll ever see a, a, a black or brown, a black or brown version of Amuranth on Twitch at any point. I just don't think that that winds up working in our favor because of racism, because of stereotypes, because of all those things. But it does show that she has the financial acumen or at least has a team around her that is thinking about her financial future and looking at the long game in a way that a lot of Twitch, a lot of, a lot of Twitch streamers do not. And I think that is the, interesting and, 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 and kind of most uh, compelling part of this conversation around this particular article. I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Shout out to you, Amaranth. Like, that's freaking dope. Like, I know it's a conversation where people are like, yeah, this is, you know, rich person's math. But like, again, if you're, if you're thinking about the financial stability of you and your family and thinking about other ways that you can use the system to your advantage, which is a thing that we all do. If she's not doing anything illegal here and she is banking off of her own financial, or I'm sorry, off her own clout and success to make herself and other people around her financially wealthy. I'm not even mad at this. Like this is actually a, a story that could probably and potentially be a thing that is a teachable moment for a lot of different folks who are in the space. And the space that we're talking about is like, how do you set yourself up to think about investing? How do you think about the money that you are bringing in as a, as a content creator? How are you diversifying your assets? How are you diversifying your portfolio? Do you have a portfolio? Are you thinking about those things in that way? Because again, these are things that people are going to be able to do no matter how much money you have. 
if you are in a space that you can have play money for the market. Again, if you're destitute and you don't have money, you shouldn't be playing in the market. That's the, that's everyone should know that that's not a thing. That's not financial advice for me. That's just common sense. You need to pay for the money and have the stuff that you can kind of work with to be able to do what you need to do to survive first. These, all this other stuff is gravy within that conversation. But if you are in a space where you can potentially put some uh, money into the market in that way, in a way that feels safe for you, and it will hopefully compound over years now. And, and I'm sure she's not even 30 yet. She's going to be in a really good spot later. I think there are other streamers who are in this space right now who are probably making a good amount of money who are not doing that and they should be doing that. So again, the conversation around like what is important for you, what is important for your, your, your status as a, as an individual was just important for you as a, you know, financial individual who is trying to learn how to, stay in a good space uh, for the future so that you don't have to stream for the rest of your life. Bravo to her. I, I, I have to give her props for, for, for finding the, 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 the angles to kind of get into the space in a, in a good way and set herself up for the long game. Cause at some point no one's going to want to watch you, you know, be the ASMR streamer at some point. So why not figure out ways to get to the retirement level as fast as you possibly can while still being marketable and while still being in the space to be able to do it. Again, there's conversations about why Twitch is, has allowed this to continue to be a thing. There's also the layer of the conversation of just like how the audience will pay money for this. And that's fine. Um, but again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hate on the game. Like she's doing the game the right way. And I think that that's at least in this, at least in this aspect, she's doing it the right way. Um, and I think that she should, she should get props for that. I think that that's a pretty dope, uh, part of the conversation. Um, next story up is, uh, let's see. Next story up is about the steam deck. The steam deck has gotten delayed, um, delayed, delayed in a couple of different ways. And most, most importantly, we're not going to get it for this holiday. It was used, it was supposed to come through, um, you know, for this holiday, uh, but it's not going to come through until February, more than likely. They're not going to be shipping until February. Valve, Valve put out a, a nice apology saying, you know, we understand that this is a, a thing that everybody's been waiting for. Uh, we won't be able to get this thing out uh, in time. Uh, I am sure that the silicon uh, issues around the world um, are, are playing into this for sure. Uh, but it's going to miss the holiday season. The supply chain has been all wild because of COVID. Um, and, and sadly folks are not going to be able to get their steam deck until much later, uh, in the year than they had hoped. So if you have been on the list for a steam deck, uh, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Um, it's been really wild too, because I've been thinking about that now, uh, that I'm, I'm traveling more. Um, and that, that there are certain games now that I really, am just like, man, I wish I had a, a mobile thing that I can play inscription on or, uh, the new darkest dungeon or something to that effect. Like there are games now where I'm just like, man, I wish, I wish I had another device that I could do that with. That wasn't a big bulky machine. Like I have a, I have a NUC that I travel with, uh, for streaming. Uh, but also that's too big. Like that's a, that's a thing you got to set up a whole another screen and all that kind of stuff to be able to, to play with. So, um, the steam deck being delayed is, is a little bit harsh. I'm still waiting on the play date too. Like the play date is also, still supposed to be coming out fairly soon, but it, it is not um, hit yet um, in those ways. So I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed that that has not dropped 
yet as well uh, for everybody else. I'm waiting for my press my press version to come through uh, so I can get some hands on with it and share those share that information with all of you at home because uh, that would be dope. I'm I'm excited for it. It's a really beautiful, cute handheld machine, and I and I want to you know get my hands on it and play it and, and check it out for all of you at home. Um, I I am also a little bit worried at the fact that like we we haven't really still seen any more takes about the Steam Deck. I, we had the initial kind of you know first impressions with folks who had hands on with it, but I just haven't seen any more stuff yet from uh the folks over at the steam deck side of things from valve. I just haven't seen any more conversations about like functionality, how that stuff is going to work. You know, any of those things haven't really been fully talked about since the kind of original previews and, and hands-on with stuff in that space. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for, but I'm also a little bit worried, uh, in that respect, especially cause now I just bought a new, uh, swollen. So I got a new swollen this week, which is, uh, something I'll be playing messing around with as well. So, uh, lots of things in that respect, um, too. So yeah, steam deck, sadly, another thing that's gotten delayed until next year is we're in the year delays, which has been, you know, sad, but also very, very, very reasonable with COVID and supply chain issues and Silicon issues and all those things that are kind of just been in the mix. So I'm hoping that everyone will be able to get their valve steam deck as soon as possible. So I can play some loop hero on my couch. That's what I want to do. Uh, remember loop hero that also came out this year. My God, so many things come out all the time. Um, so next and last story of the episode is all about the conversation around the developer community and NFTs, uh, NFTs, non-fungible tokens, uh, have been the latest craze in the crypto space. It has been the thing that everybody and their mama has been trying to figure out how all of those things are connected and how they can get in and kind of be in the gold rush of the NFT space, which for everyone who understands it is not a great uh, piece of technology. It is something that is harming the planet. It is again, causing more GPUs to be put on the market, less for entertainment and more for, for mining. Uh, and it's a speculative market that no one has really found any actual use for. Uh, if you want to get a JPEG stolen off your, <laughs> off your, of your, your wallet by somebody right clicking, uh, on your, on your token and, and, and stealing it, uh, for, 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 for less value. Um, the video game space, of course, is always having to and trying to adopt new technologies is looking to get into this race as well in terms of the entity space. And, and it's been pretty interesting to see, you know, companies like Ubisoft, uh, EA, Square Enix and Sega and Zynga kind of talk about, um, you know, their their announcing or their connection to or their their excitement around the blockchain um, and NFT tech. Um Everyone on my timeline uh, who I follow so many different folks within the game development and the game industry uh, are looking at this with very with, with huge amounts of skepticism. Uh, and, and a lot of folks are saying this is absolutely terrible. We don't want any parts of it, which I understand. Again, like I think that there's a there's a there's a there's a part of that conversation that goes along with all of this of like 
we understand that we're in a climate crisis. We understand that all those things are real. We understand that there are uh, actual repercussions for us playing around in these spaces that will affect not only our, you know, our lifetime, but the lifetimes of the planet. Uh, and, and potentially, you know, everybody's bugging out and fussing around about, you know, minting NFTs and, 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 and uh, you know, people right clicking and stealing stuff, but you're going to right click yourself into no planet. <laughs> you keep playing around with stuff in this way. So, you know, I, I have issues with, with some of the ways that this stuff has gone down. I also, you know, am wondering if, you know, the, the way that the conversation is going is also not as helpful to a lot of folks who are trying to even just understand the, 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 the conversations around the tech, I think, uh, within the space itself, uh, I think there's a space to kind of understand a thing before you kill it. Um, and now with those things in play, I think it's, it's, it's always one of those conversations where you have folks who are very, very adamant about a thing and, and, and want to see a thing kind of get pushed to the side and, and die because they understand that there's a actual, uh, actual consequences, actual consequence to all of these things being in the space. But there's also just like a lot of conversations where people just like, don't understand it and trying to learn if a thing is good or bad they automatically kind of get pushed into the side for just asking the question, which I think is also a thing I'm seeing a lot of um, on my timelines and, and in the spaces that I occupy, which I think is also a little bit dangerous. And I don't know if that's actually really beneficial to the conversation is I think, I think like people are getting kind of like dragged through the mud initially, even for just asking like, what is this whole process? What is the thing here? Like, is there a way to look at it and, and kind of mess around with it from a technological standpoint without, really embracing it or, or, or even co-signing it. I think there's a, a lot of that stuff happening too, which I think is not necessarily great for the conversation, right? I think we get a chance to, to, to see the, the non-merits or merits of a thing, talk about those things in really, in really important ways. And then hopefully people will come to your side about, you know, understanding if a thing is dangerous or not, um, which I think is going to be um, the crux of where all of this needs to land. Um, I think all of those conversations need to be within that space. Um, there's some comments in the chat as well. Uh, Game Manuel says there's also the case of laundering money through crypto. Absolutely. We just saw a little bit of that. If you think about bits as crypto, there was a huge uh, 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 $10 billion laundering scam that happened on Twitch this this month. Uh, so that was a, a part of the conversation too. Juan Cow, shout out to Juan Cow. Makes, it makes you wonder why the richest dudes on the earth are trying to leave the planet. Uh, I mean... There's a fantastic Tribe Called Quest song uh, that, that called Space Cowboys, uh, and the refrain uh, is 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 perfect uh, for for that conversation uh, for sure. So so this Kotaku article was 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 great. Um, I think you know uh, CC Jiang uh, wrote a, a great piece on it, and from from three different perspectives: the CEO of a dev studio. Uh, a game designer and an independent pixel artist. And you see a lot of the crypto space and a lot of the NFT space be around pixel art, which is so wild because it is so adjacent to the gaming industry that I can see why people are trying to make those instant connections. Um, but the CEO uh, shared shared something that, that I thought was really, really great in, in, a, in, a, in a quote, because they, they didn't use their name for, for this story, but they said, a lot of technology seems like it could be probably... Um, solved by other less destructive means. 
uh, they told Kotaku, says, I can't speak for all game developers, but I think the stance of a lot of game devs is if there's a really interesting thing that can be done with NFTs and blockchain that makes better or more interesting or creative or new experiences, then probably a lot of a lot more people would be more open to that. But right now, it doesn't seem like most of the companies that are putting money into the space are actually solving any problems or creating any new experiences that couldn't just be done by other means. I totally agree with that. Like the the, the way people have been pitching <clears throat> all of these conversations have been on these one-off, again, you know, uh, you know, experiences that don't really do anything for the player. They don't really make the experiences more robust. They don't really do anything in terms of giving you value. They don't really do anything in terms of making the games better, which should be at the end of the day, you know, the kind of fundamental uh, reasonings why you're putting anything into a game at this point. They should be doing those things for the player. And they're just not really touching any of those spaces in a good way. And they're also helping to kill the planet on the same time. Like, again, I think when we have the discussion and I would love to get an expert on the show about this, because this has been the thing that I have been mulling around in my own brain about like, you know, how much of everything that we touch is dirty in that way. Right. Like we've seen the conversations around, around, around crypto and about how mining and just running GPUs and, and electricity forever uh, to get these, you know, bits of data to come across your, your wallet are detrimental to all the things that we see on the planet in terms of like, we're, we were trying to make some fairly good and uh, a good strides towards bringing the, the earth back into a good spot. And we actually had some really good data around how humans are fucking that up. Uh, when we were all locked down for COVID, you know, we saw, a lot of interesting changes in the in the in the ecosystem uh just around how humans are touching and are affecting the way the, the planet works so it was really wild to see you know when everybody was 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 told to be home how nature was actually healing it was really wild to see that so it does make me think a lot about um you know how we are all through the individual things that we do, how much, you know, we're purchasing on, uh, you know, how many CPUs are you purchasing? Are you running, you know, your computer for a really long period of time in, in idle? Like how much of that stuff? Like I think about the the entertainment scene that we see and, and the places that we're there, you know, you know, Pixar runs big, huge uh, uh, um, uh, render farms and all, you know, all these big companies that make the animation that we love are running these big render farms. How much of that, technology is also detrimental to to the planet but we don't think about it because it winds up being a thing that we love i think there 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 are lots of different ways to 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 kind of poke at that conversation um and i i would love to have some experts come on the show and really talk about the technology to ecological damage quotient that we're really running here i know it's high i know that there's a lot of um conversations around that i am not as versed in in all of that so i will not be the person to 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 to, to kind of lay down the law in terms of that information for all of you because that would be irresponsible but i would love to if you you know if we have folks who who do that work and are listening to the show or if there are folks in our chat or anybody else who listens to this in you know the podcast form when it goes out who who knows folks that that, that can have that conversation in a smart way and in an honest and real way in a truthful way please send them to me. Cause I think that that's a, a part of the conversation that winds up getting missed a lot 
in all of the internet scuttlebutt that we wind up seeing in the space. I think we wind up kind of missing out on a lot of those conversations in that way because people aren't really talking about it um, in the grand kind of bigger context, right? The conversation around um, consumerism and is there any version of ethical consumerism that you can do? Is it really just about, you know, mitigating harm as opposed to, um, you know, being able to do, you know, things with the things that we love that wind up touching technology in a real way. So um, I think that's a really interesting angle to kind of dig into all of this conversation. I would employ you all to read the article. I think the article is actually really, really well uh, put together. I think there's some really great points in it um, from, for all the people who, who, who uh, had messages in there and had things to discuss. Um, so those are things that I would think, again, like, go check those conversations out, be a part of those conversations, go learn up about NFTs and the detrimental parts of all of that and, and learn about the kind of ecological impact all these things are having because you only got one planet uh, and Jeff ain't going to let us all on that rocket because we know that's for damn sure. <laughs> we know he's going to beat, he going to be beating everybody off with a stick when, when the rocket comes through uh, making that stuff happen. So um, I would say, please make sure you're paying attention to things in that way for sure. So we're almost at our break for this episode. Again, you know, lots of good things to talk about. Lots of awesome things to dig into. One thing before we go to the break, uh, and I talk a little bit more about our folks over at Manscaped. Um, I got a really great present uh, from the folks over at Battlefield and from the folks over at EA. Um, they sent over this wild, ridiculously dope care package um, everyone who knows me knows that I'm a huge fan of the Battlefield series. Uh, early access goes live this week towards the end of the week. So they sent over this wild package that had like a, a monitor in it. It's like an Pelican case. It's like this huge case that comes through with all these like really amazing and, and fantastic uh, uh, pieces of gear. They even sent over this very special... Uh, a card. Uh, so they have this conversation around the no pats, which are the, the folks who are the, um, uh, the kind of paramilitary squad that you're going to wind up being a part of. And they sent over this like personalized joint with the, with the BF drip on it. There's like 128 of these cases out in the world. This one is number eight um, in that lineup. It was just wild and super cool to see um, them kind of showcase all that stuff and, and, and share it all out. It came with this dope poncho. There's a hard drive in there. There's all this, all this cool stuff. They had like, I think I had to unscrew that. This box I had to unscrew with a, with a, with a screwdriver to get in there and like get in there and do all that cool stuff. It is, it was just very, very cool to see them, them be able to do that kind of stuff with us. Um, and, and have us be a part of their launch in that way. I am, I am a huge battlefield fan again, Spawn on me. The name of our show comes from from Battlefield and that series. Uh, so getting a chance to to kind of go through uh, and have this very special personalized case uh, uh, come through was was super was super cool to to be able to, to to be a part of, especially with their launch coming up and me being so hyped for for all of that stuff. So again, thank you to all of our friends over at EA and our friends over at the Battlefield uh, crew. I'm going to be loading up. I'm going to be trying to get all of you at home into battlefield with me trying to get us all squatted up 
trying to get us into a regimen. If they have those now at this point, get us into a big squad so we can get a clan together and roll out and, and, and knock people out like we supposed to. Because that's what we do here at Bacaga. That's what we do. We make it. We make it hot for everybody. Um, before we hit our break, uh, I definitely want to give another round of love to our folks over at Manscaped. Again, you can get 20% off uh, free shipping worldwide with the promo code spawn on me at Manscaped. Again, look, if you are having that intimate moment and you're ready to get down, you're ready to have your jingles jingled and you're ready to get up in that sleigh ride in the best way that you possibly can. What you want to do is rock with the wonderful folks over at Manscaped. You want to make sure you're bringing in that conversation. You want to make sure that you're not up in there smelling like a bag of nuts in the worst way. You want to make sure that you're cleaned up and all right and feeling good about all the stuff that you are putting out to the world and putting out into the spaces in which you are going to be your most vulnerable in all of those ways. You can get the performance package comes with all the tools you need to clean up all your delicate places. You get the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, which is waterproof has up to a 9,000 RPM motor powered by 360 degree rotary dual blades. And I'm saying it's, it's one of those things you get the wonderful, amazing, uh, 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 packages to get all your packages ready for the new year. <laughs> if you like it in those ways. So again, massive love to our folks over at, at Manscaped for rocking with us, uh, get 20% off and free shipping towards all of that goodness. Uh, so make sure you're going through and rocking with all that. And, uh, we'll see you right back here in about three or so minutes, uh, for the rest of spawn on me. We'll see you all right in three. Hey, Bricago, Merrick Kay here from Fanbyte. Did you know that Spot On Me is a part of the Fanbyte Podcast Network? We produce a ton of other great shows like Channel F, a podcast where we talk about the games we're playing. Can I just say yeah. how much I would love for there to be a Hitman game that's just about making people experience embarrassing social faux pas, trying to like prank people and make it seem like they had farted or like tripped on something. <laughs> that would be like very good. Dig up weird finds at thrift stores. So the listing says Bung Doctor V64. <laughs> and take your questions about the best jokers. Labars Martin asks, what's the best or coolest weapon ever given to a mech? Gundam Fusion Rebake has a really oh, good- wait, give, me, give me that one more time. Gundam Fusion Rebake. Yo, I heard you. <laughs> Gundam Fusion. <laughs> I personally guarantee that listening to Channel F will make you a better, smarter, more powerful version of yourself. So go to fanbyte.com slash podcasts or search for Channel F on your podcast app of choice today. Improvement not guaranteed. Listening to Channel F may cost you amplification. Welcome back to the Spawn on Me podcast. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. If you missed the first half of our show, you missed a banger of a beginning of a Spawn on Me episode. That's all we bring to the world are bangers. We only bring the best content on Twitch. We are the best podcast on this platform. No one can touch us. We are the actual best. It's not my fault that we don't have 30,000 people every show. It's not my fault. I'm going to say the algorithm isn't really looking out for your boy. 
I'm going to say that they can't deal with the G4 drip. I'm going to say they have uh, uh, um, they have biases against ball people. That's what I'm going to say. It's all those reasons why we don't have massive amounts of people watching every 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 episode that we do. But that's okay, though, because I have a really amazing, dope squad and everybody who comes through to Chicago. And I love y'all for coming through. And you should check out the first half of the show if you missed it. So the first uh, conversation that we're going to talk about and what we've been playing this week has been all about Forza. Forza has been pretty, pretty damn good. I have been extremely, extremely excited about what this game has been. Uh, I am, I am ridiculously hyped for playing more Forza. I think this game is going to be one of the coolest things that we get a chance to see in a long time. I have been a huge fan of the work that we've been uh, able to do with some brilliant and fantastic uh artists in the space I, I i got a chance to meet up with um a guy whose twitter handle is forza livery guy and forza livery guy has come up with an amazing livery for our channel the wild thing is that this this cat spent a couple of hours like a couple of days actually recreating literally all of our logo marks and putting them into the game. If you are familiar with the process of doing that kind of work, you have to understand just how not easy it is to be able to do that kind of stuff. But he literally got all of our logo marks into the game, like recreated each one of them, generated them, made them in the game so that I could place them on new cars and do that kind of work and all that kind of stuff. And man, I am so, so, so happy with the work that he did. It looks so good. He literally is our logos in the game in, in, in the best ways. It is literally all of our stuff, um, in that way looking beautiful, looking fantastic, looking super, super good in the game. And it just is so brilliant. Like, uh, again, it's like one of those cool things about the, 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 the internet is like, you can ask people to, to kind of like use their talents for stuff and people will like raise their hand and be like, yo, I'm good at this thing. How can I help you? Like, can we do this thing? Like the rates were really good. It was not, it was not cheap, but it was really cool. Uh, to be able to pay somebody for their work and have it really shown and and displayed in a good way and 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 be like fantastically good looking like nailed each one of these designs again if you're listening to, uh, in in the audio version you know I'm showing off a couple of the cars that we uh had had done um I didn't get a chance to show off I didn't take pictures of the warthog that we have uh that I did uh the other night but like nailing the hard logos too. We have a very interesting script logo that we have and just nailed each one of the designs and put them in there. So um, I'm gonna be sharing these out in terms of the designs. I'll be putting up share codes on on my Twitter uh, sometime during the week. Uh, we now have a car, cl- a car club in Forza. So if you wanna join the car club, look up the Spawn On Me car club 
uh, if you want to join, we'll get some folks together. We'll do some rides together, uh, do some eliminators together. We'll figure out some ways to do some cool stuff. I know there's been some uh, issues in terms of the networking on on Forza, but uh, I'm I'm really really hyped about this game. I'm having a blast with it, making finding new cars, finding good ways to 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 adorn them with our with our logos and stuff. He also is working on something uh, very very cool. We have this like interesting pattern that we have of our logo and he did something the other night and he showed me uh, a glimpse of what it looks like. And it basically is like the pattern of our logo kind of fading across a car with the color shifting paint. Ooh, I rubbed my manscape when I saw it, I was like, God dang, this looks so good. I said that on, 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 on the podcast. I said that, I said that I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Internet. I'm sorry. Manscape. I didn't mean that. Uh, but I did because it looked good. It looks so good. It looks so great. It looks freaking fantastic. It looks awesome. So huge shout out to Fort's delivery guy, uh, on Twitter. Uh, please go give him some love. Please let him know that I sent you. Uh, I'm, I'm infinitely excited to do more, more stuff with him, uh, and figure out good ways that we can, you know, do some more cool art together. Like I would love to do some of our other logos, our fist logo, uh, the fit, like, you know, my face logo, that kind of stuff. Like all those things are, are, are possibilities now, knowing how fantastic he is, uh, with the way that he does his art. So massive love to Fort's delivery guy. Again, we'll be giving a link out to his work, uh, in, in the podcast notes and the show notes, uh, that go out uh, on the podcast and on the YouTube version of the show as well. Last story of the episode, episode 413. Uh, again, thank you everybody for coming and rocking and, and rocking with us. Uh, the last story is I have Elden Ring. Smile. I just got a code for Elden Ring. I'm very excited about this game. I got a chance to see uh, Tamur Hussein uh, from GameSpot uh, play it and, and put up a review or, or a preview. I got to see the fam Andy Cortez uh, get a chance to show show it off as well uh, during a, a, a preview and a play test uh, that they had. Um, I sadly won't be able to stream it and or uh, take video uh, footage of it, but next week I'll be talking about my experiences on the show. Uh, so make sure if you had some thoughts about Elden Ring, if you're a fan of the Soulsborne kinds of games, uh, please make sure that you're coming through and, and, and listen to next week's show as well. Uh, we may have a guest. I'm, I'm trying to lock that in uh, this week, but um, yeah. It's, it's going to be, I'm very excited. I've having seen some of the footage of people playing, uh, the game and very, very hyped. So like I got Forza, I got some Elden ring coming through. Uh, I just had a chance to play a very interesting game, uh, yesterday, uh, that I'll be getting a chance to talk about later in, you know, maybe next month, I think. Um, so like, you know, if you thought that, 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 uh, 2021 was full of dope games, you got more stuff coming. <laughs> so uh, understand that that is a part of the equation in a real way, uh, that you have more dope stuff kind of coming down the pipeline for you all at home. Um, yeah, I think that's it for this episode. I think, you know, again, there, there are lots of different things happening in the space. Um, it is always amazingly fun to, to come and rock with you all. I'm, I'm probably going to start streaming some more stuff, uh, during the weekends. I know holidays are going to be coming up. I'm going to be gone for about a week. Uh, going to go see uh, family and stuff um, in a couple of weeks. But for the most part, 
Uh, I'm thinking about doing some League of Legends streams. Uh, I've been trying to get into League uh, and, and playing more of that stuff of late. We just put out a really awesome video uh, where I was hosting uh, a conversation around, you know, what does it look like to be a person in the video game space as a Riot employee? Uh, I had a chance to interview two fellow rioters uh, and talking to them about their experiences. Uh, that should be going up on my LinkedIn uh, and also on YouTube uh, very, very soon. So they'll be sharing that out and I'll be sharing that out across all of my feeds as well. So you can get a, a, a look at that conversation as well. Uh, yeah, there's, there's hopefully going to be some big things coming down the line in the next uh, couple of months. Uh, so we'll be celebrating our wins for the rest of 2021 and hopefully starting some new ones in 2022 with all of your help. So again, massive love and massive shout out uh, to our friends over at Manscaped again for thanking them for sponsoring the show. Uh, they are fantastic. Again, 20% off code spawn on me at checkout. Make sure you're doing that. Uh, and yeah, we're going to have uh, a lot of fun tomorrow with our NFL stream. We'll be, we'll be streaming again tomorrow night. Uh, we had a third place uh, showing in, in the game uh, at third place. Uh, hopefully we can get another top top three uh, showing tomorrow. So I'll be counting on all of you to show up and, and rock with us as well uh, tomorrow night. 520 is usually when kickoff happens. I should be up and running about 510. Uh, so we'll be up in there hanging out and, and doing some NFL picks uh, for with all of you in Bricago. Uh Shout out to our friends over again at G4 for this wonderful care package with all of this wonderful smooth drip. I'm rubbing my body in a silk robe on Twitch with all of you. Uh, it's always super fun to be able to do cool things with, with, with wonderful folks. Hopefully at some point we'll be able to do some collaborative stuff. They're going to be launching in a couple of days, which is going to be wild. Shout out to my friends, uh, Rihanna Manuel and uh, our friends, uh, the Black Okage and so many other dope folks, Adam Sussler and crew uh, getting to kick off another, you know, version of G4 for, for this new generation, which is going to be pretty, pretty cool to see as, as a fan of G4 back in the day and now a fan of many of the folks who are going to be rocking with them. So, to all of them, break a leg. I'll be there cheering you on from the sidelines and, and rocking my, my robe while I, while I watch. Uh, and yeah, we'll see you all next week uh, for another episode of the Spawn of Me podcast. Make sure you're coming through tomorrow for the next episode of the show. And we'll see you all very, very soon. Much love to you all. Keep safe. Wash your hands. Wash your butt. Power still can't cook. I love you all. We'll see you all very, very soon. Peace.